Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for the kook cast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The kook cast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week, we got a special episode that actually is already out there on the web somewhere. If you're a close follower of ours, you might already know that it's on YouTube. We, uh, we did this little experiment when we were doing some pre-recordings over in California. We posted up on the beach and set up a little camera to film ourselves just recording and watching the surf as we recorded. So this was one of those episodes that we pre-released on YouTube, kind of as an experiment, I guess. I don't know. We're not... I don't know about YouTube. It's it's cool and all, but man, it's just so many platforms out there. You got to kind of just stick to the ones you're master of and not get too overwhelmed with all of them. But anyway, we dabbled with it. You can go check it out over there if you'd like. It's the same exact episode. You might have already heard it even. And before we get into the show, if you have not left us a review, you are kooking it because we are giving out free memberships to people who leave us a review on Apple Podcast Directory. Well, not everybody. We're going to pick our favorite ones and perhaps you'll be the winner. So take your chances, go leave a good review, and we'll pick a few winners next week on the 100th episode of KookCast. How epic is that? The 100th episode of KookCast is coming up. And uh, yeah, so the rules are basically that it has to be on the Apple Podcast directory and the review has to be left between April 28th and May 8th, which is coming up pretty fast, so get on it. Don't miss your chance now. And then tune in on May 12th when we release our 100th episode. We'll pick out our favorite winners on that episode so you can claim your prize. Good luck. Oh, yeah. Man, getting caught inside. Something I think so many beginners struggle with mentally. Hell, yeah. No better place to break it down than right here at the beach. We got a, we got some real real swell on tap today, so we're we're getting to see a bunch of people get fully caught inside. Long borders, short borders, goat boaters, stand uppers, <laughs> foilers. Everybody's getting caught inside today. I love it. Yeah, right. And it's inevitable. It's gonna happen. Like you want to play this game, you got to pay the price. You just yeah. Go ahead. Going in and out of the lineup, you know, catching waves, paddling back out. You're just like you got to cross the danger zone every time. Every single time. And yeah, you you're just gonna, you know, we're we're gonna just bounce all all over the place. But just like you, you just have to mentally prepare yourself for that battle. You know, that's what makes surfing really difficult and keeps so many people from actually being able to go do it. Is the paddle out and that fear of getting caught in the very worst spot and everybody's level of comfort is different you know so some people getting caught inside on a three-foot day they're really thinking like they're gonna die like they're done 
Like they're gonna get hurt. They're gonna get hurt if a three foot wave lands right on top of them. And you know, you can get hurt, but for the most part, right? You Especially know. when you have the right techniques. That's like mentality and physicality go hand in hand, I feel like, you know? The, Definitely. Like being confident in your skills and what it takes to get through waves really helps you to develop your mentality so that when that set's coming and you're in the impact zone, rather than panicking, you're like, all right, I'm gonna be doing my turtles, one after the other, as many as it takes, or my duck dive, or my whatever it is that you do, just as long as it's not letting go of the board, of course. Right, just take it on as a challenge, you know? See if you can do a little bit better than, than you usually do. See if you can last a little bit longer. See if you can, you know, see if your 10th duck dive or turtle can be as good as your first one you know, and, and right. not get gassed out. That's such a great point. You know, that reminds me of being like a wrestler and my coach used to say, like when you're tired, that's the most important time to have good technique. You know, of course you can have good technique when you're all fresh and on your first duck dive, but how good is your technique when you're getting tired, just your 10th one and you still got to duck it. Uh, man, that's, that's such a great point because also, like what we're we got to talk about how you deal with the inside and one of the ways is in most situations to be constantly on the offensive i think that there are times where it's better to sit it out and wait like if you're way on the inside like right in here where it's barely a wave but when you're in the midst of it and it's only two to three foot you totally got it you got to be on the offensive before you find yourself all the way pushed back on the inside and then in the end you have more work to do anyway you got to charge it yeah you're almost always better off meeting a big white water with forward momentum. you're always you just really are you know if you're gonna duck dive it you need forward momentum if you're gonna do a press through and, and just do a big press up and and slam through the white water and let it roll underneath you you gotta have forward momentum and a lot I think that's what what happens to a lot of people like they freeze mm. instead of act right, and, right, and right. move and and dig in and keep paddling when you know there's that moment of hesitation and it can really it can really screw you up in the end you it's know? so true and you know what that really reminds me of a great story I remember one of my my first year at La Mission when it was like borderline my comfort zone and where I shouldn't, shouldn't be out, you know? It was big and it was like you had to do perfect duck dives. But I remember like not being used to those size of waves and not being used to the timing of those waves and how long they build and build and build stack and build and, and build. And there were times where I'd see him coming in and be like, oh, should I, should I charge this thing or should I turn around or just sit right here? Like, what should I do? And I remember saying that to Brother Chase and he was like, oh, always charge, always, always charge. charge, just paddle. <laughs> I was like, and he was so right because so many times you don't estimate it right and you think the thing's gonna break a lot sooner than it does. Yeah. And I got caught so many times because I just hesitated or I didn't act. And things got so much better for me when I it stopped freezing on that, that like tedious line of two inside, two outside and just started charging. And yeah. then I started slipping under waves before they actually broke. But it felt like while I was paddling it at it, like, oh my God, it's gonna break. It's right gonna break. Right on my head. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, those are really good points. And, and, oh, look at this. Oh my gosh. Wow, look at this set. <laughs> so, ah. Sorry, peeps. This is, this is just too beautiful. Gotta take it in. 
Um, oh, okay, so you know what's another good thing Whoa. that is like rarely, wow, you see him thread that needle? Yeah. You know one thing that's rarely talked about in surfing, or I'm sure people do, but it's just your breath. Oh, look at this person going backwards. Whoa. Uh, one thing rarely talked about is breathing, you know, and, and like really doing proper breaths, not panic breaths, like, <laughs> but like controlling your mentality with your breath. And we talk about that a lot because, and, and, and for this topic, it's just so poignant. It's, it's gotta be learned, it's gotta be controlled to the point where it starts becoming habitual, where it's like what you do when you feel yourself starting to go into like that panic mode. Right, it needs, it needs to trigger you. You know, that's, that's your trigger. As soon as you feel yourself <sighs> taking short breaths, that's when you like slap your side upside the face <laughs> and, and say like, dude, you gotta quit this stuff. Pull it like, together, it's, man. It's not, that, it's not that big out here for one. You know, I always, I always like to think about how many other surfers, like big wave surfers, how many times they've been in much, much, much worse situations, kept them, kept their cool and just survived it just fine. And you yeah. always hear them say it too, like the biggest tip, the biggest advice, the biggest thing they remind themselves and whoever's interviewing them is you gotta stay calm. Just and, and your breathing is such a foundational element of staying calm. Again, controlled like, breathing. You know that that's that's your technique. That's making sure your technique gets better when it really needs to. You know when you start huffing and puffing really hard and you feel your arms like start getting that like lactic acid feeling or whatever that is, you know, and it starts burning and you start feeling weak. You know like you need more oxygen. So you need <laughs> right, to, right. you need to start breathing deep. That's your cue. Yeah. And you I mean, you really should be doing it before, but if it takes you that long to realize, yeah. let at least that be your cue to start getting control of your breath. Right. Um, but, and just for the future, you know, like, what I remember when I was a kid, I used to like treat little days like big days. Right. Like a little two inch wave that didn't scare me whatsoever, but I'd pretend like it was a three footer. And I'd paddle at it like with this fervency and this fire, like I gotta get through this, I gotta yeah. get through, because one day it is gonna be a Do or die, yeah, do and or die. Just getting myself in that like training mode when it's really, not, it doesn't feel like I'm, I'm worried or I, getting caught inside is not panic situation. Practice it, yeah. Just training, training, training when, when you're really in control and you can be, helps you to, to recreate that when you do start to panic, you do start to worry about getting caught inside. One thing we have on our notes right here that I really like and that I think as, as you get to a certain competency in your surfing, you're able to play with this line of being caught inside and, and being, you know, and, and getting a lot of those waves that sneak through everybody who's sitting on the outside waiting for the full on set waves. There's so many waves that go unridden. We talk about this all the time. And if you're in there, messing around and snagging those little insiders, you're gonna get caught. Right, what a good motivation to like really get a hold of that, like strengthen your mentality about being on the inside because that's where some of the best waves are. Right on that line of like where you don't feel safe and where you do feel safe. And sometimes even more inside of it. Right. You know, and, and man, I'll tell you what, I catch a lot of my best waves paddling back out while I'm still on the inside. Yep. You know, you get a burger on the outside or something and it takes you all the way through, but it's really not an exciting one. Yeah. But then on your way back out, if, you, if you're not panicking, you're not stressing, you have the mind to be able to be like, oh, look at this little grinder coming in on me. This little like, double up. I'm reform. taking this thing, spin around. But if you're panicking and all worried about getting outside, 
it, that'll that'll pass you right by. You won't even notice what a good wave it is. Right. And then and even where you set up, you know that like you were saying that line of too far in, too far out. And just you know like like a lot of things in surfing, you gotta laugh at yourself. You know you keep finding yourself on the inside. You're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> friggin' tenth time today. What the <laughs> hell is going on? There's something wrong going on. You gotta you know you gotta change your your approach if you find yourself inside all the time and you're not hunting the you know hunting the inside then something's something's going wrong you know we always talk about making sure that you kick out and dismount as as good as you can and hold yeah. on to your board so you can be right back on it and working your way back out it's all connected to be not being caught on the inside timing it you know your timing has to be right and and that kick out and keeping your board with you is crucial for that not not having that downtime where you're reeling your board in and flipping it over and turn it around and getting going from a dead stop right um that's those are crucial little it's that it's that's that that's what we call the continuum that's why we're calling what we teach the continuum because it's supposed to be con there's supposed to be continuity one skill to the next to the next to the next almost like a chess game you're thinking one step or even two ahead of yourself, right? You know, rather than stopping, pausing, and then restarting, it just takes more energy and it, it slows you down. It it breaks the momentum. It breaks the continuum. And uh, yeah, I mean that's a great talk. I, I love these kind of free flowing ones, you know, where it's just like let it. This is something that so many people struggle with, you know, mentally and 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 really like panic about like when they're in that situation and even before they're in it. They're thinking like, oh, I don't want to get caught inside. Anxiety. I just, thought about it for years when I was a ground. Yeah. You know, I remember my mom having to be like, well, listen, if you, how big of waves can you deal with comfortably? You know, and I'd be like, three foot. And I remember her saying like, well, what's another foot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, whatever mom. it takes to like break down those mental walls, you know, and 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 start overcoming. And then of course there is a line that is too big and if you are caught inside all the time, then you just gotta turn around and take the next train home. Right. You know, and, and that's that's part of, you know, surfing and, and knowing your limits and what's an acceptable challenge and what's what's beyond you. Yeah, and sometimes you can just turn around and get blasted in and sometimes you can't. So I think that's where a lot of anxiety comes from too. When you're in the thick of it, Sometimes there's no turning back, you know, you got like, that's really your own, you know, you're right in the impact zone. You can't just turn around and take one of those real deal slammers. Oh, oh yeah, what, yeah, like an impact, yeah. Yeah, you, you just got to keep actually charging through it. You yeah, can't turn yeah. your back to something like that. Um, something that, we, you know, we were just kind of talking about it with dismounting your board and holding on to it. And... You know, we're out here at a super popular break and it's also pretty popular just to ditch your board. Yeah, you know, like it really you, is. You, you, you find yourself on the inside, you got to take a decent white water that just broke, it's got some steam, and instead of doing the right thing and holding onto your board and squaring the thing up and, and blowing through it, you just simply like paddle right up to it you can even be sideways you can it doesn't matter how you approach it because people are just sliding off their boards and then the you know the how violent the board just gets like shot to the beach right you right. know it's really it's a really bad practice and you really should not be 
depending on your leash that much no, yeah. in a session. It's it, a backup, your leash, you know? You really should view it as a backup and not a tool. Right. You know, something that you test and strain every little, look at Ghost Rider. Ah. Talk about holding on to your board. Right. <laughs> yeah, you never know when the leash is gonna break. That's why you can't, you right. can't just ditch your board on the very outside. You know, when there's a hundred people to the inside of you, there's, you know, the leash string breaks, the leash breaks, the cuff, you know, comes undone. There's just so many things that actually, that can happen. Right, there's so many links from the board and you that can break and, and you're just testing every one every time you ditch it. And uh, man, that's that's bad news. Of there, course, that, that law, you know, if the worst that can happen will happen. Right. You know, and it's gonna happen when you're on the outside, furthest from the beach, everyone's inside of you and you're gonna feel awful about it. And if, you, if you're looking out at the ocean and you're like, I'm terrified of one of those medium-sized waves landing on my head and I, I know I can't hold on to the board through it, then it's not your day. Oh, no way. You That's the sign. You have to be real. I think so. A, a lot more people these days are getting themselves out into the lineup. You know, we, we just did, uh, did one on soft tops. You know, they, they allow you to get out into some pretty heavy water because of their paddling ability you know and and just you know say at like a perfect point break you could just scoot around the whole lineup and then find yourself in waves way over your head mm. so that that was mike edwards when when i started surfing without a leash and i was pushing the boundaries for myself and there were certain days where you know, because he's a good surfer, he is a good surfer, and he and I just figured he could handle it, and he was just basing it off the inside with a big board. Do I think I can comfortably hold onto the board there? And if, if it wasn't, you know, if it was La Misiona and was detonating on the inside bar, he'd be just like, it's not my day. Or he'd stay way on the inside and just get those little hundred little reforms. Right, and it right, just, right. I, I, gave him so much more respect for doing that instead yeah. of being out there and ditching his board and and you know riding leashless and, and just having a standard right right and and like you're so much better of a surfer when you always stay within your limits or or just only barely tickle them you know as opposed to constantly going past them and and then being like a floundering fool in the water you know you just it can be the same person but when they pass their limits, they look like an awful surfer. When they stay within their limits and respect them, they look great. Right. You know, it, it's like, it's part of being good at what you do, is knowing your level and knowing what you can do. But uh, that's that's getting caught inside, you know, that's a great like coverage on that whole topic. I think that's it for me, what do you think? Hold on, I'm just gonna look over what we got. Yeah, we, we definitely hit almost all of our points and it's just, it was a nice flow. It's a beautiful day. I'm stoked we did it. And uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of the KooCast. Yeah, that's right. So if you're not figuring out how to keep yourself off the inside at least, uh, or, or at keep your cool while you're in the inside, or you're not subscribed to the KooCast, you're <laughs> kooking it. <laughs> we will catch you next week. Right on, you guys. Stay wet. You. You.